You've stopped in at the guidepost. Brought to you by the American Saltwater Guides Association. Stock up on gear, grab a coffee at the counter, and get ready to hear incredible fish stories from the best captains on the East Coast and thought-provoking conversations with stakeholders and policymakers working to protect these fisheries. This podcast is presented by Costa Sunglasses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Guidepost 2023. Holy mackerel. We made it another year. Um, I guess everyone lost big in Vegas on that bet because here we are. We're still here. Um, wanna wanna uh welcome our chairman, uh, man about town, uh, Mr. Saltwater Edge, Peter Jenkins. Peter, glad you also doing, survived 2022. How are you doing today, big man? I'm good, I'm good. I'm thinking it was, yeah, it's three years, man. January, what, uh, I remember we were in Edison, New Jersey, right? We had that first board meeting, it's been a quick, a quick three years something else it ha it, it it has been some some days have been longer than others but it has been uh <laughs> absolutely it is it has been one heck of a ride so you know i know uh i know i know the edge was um you know just continued its successful uh ways in 2022 but you know just kind of wanted to touch base with you like from a fishing perspective what what were some uh what were some of your highlights uh, in 2022, yeah, Peter? You know, it's uh, it's interesting. I think, um, you know, we had a good striper year, uh, you know, good, um, uh, you know, fish around and, and on structure. And, you know, they kind of start the spring in the upper bay on bait and they move to structure. And then in the fall, they move off to bait again. And uh, we just had good uh, fishing throughout the season, you know, um, for the most part, which was encouraging, you know, Um uh, and then we had a good Albie season, which is always great. And to me, the Albies are a, a pretty big deal um, in the fall for us, for all tackle shops and guide businesses and things like that, you know, and, and recreational anglers, obviously. So uh, to have a strong season was a big deal. And, um, you know, uh, the fact that the, the guide association is pursuing uh, science to better understand false albacore is, you know, total is just a great example of why we're here. You know, what I think the the guide association is all about so um very uh um encouraged by that you know um and uh excited for uh you know what uh 2023 might show us relative to the albi returns you know when it's a long time till albi season but i'm 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 looking forward to <laughs> what the pingers say you know what the uh what the who data the, might tell who us who the heck would have thought we would have gotten the information that we got on them already i yeah, mean yeah. you know can you recap that night. a little bit? Yeah, um, I think when we get into 2023, I'll hit some of the highlights of the of the project. We're, and obviously, we're excited, super excited that we, it very much looks like it's going to continue um, into in, for 2023, which is you know super important. We we got to learn it, more. Yeah, it, it, it's certainly the case that that uh, you know regulators and all um, want you know, more data, you know, that's a great, uh, you know, kind of place to hide, you know, if you don't have enough data, we don't have enough data. So, you know, to go out and get some uh, on something that is, uh, there's literally nothing, 
that's an economic, uh, important to, to guides and to shops and to recreational anglers, you know? Uh, so to pursue that stuff, uh, is, uh, a big contribution, you know, and, and, a, and a, and a different take for, um, you know, organizations like ours, you know, to go get it. Well, that's, you know, that's the thing. Um, this was one of those cradle to grave deals where you, you know, start one day and you're like, Hey, I got an idea. And then it snowballs. And then you're like, well, hold on a minute. This is going to cost a lot of money and we're going to need X, Y, and Z. And then, you know, you watch it all fall together. And I know, you know, I know it's no big deal, you know, for most people. I, well, people were excited about it. I don't mean that. But let me tell you something. When that first boat left the dock with the tags and the scientists from the aquarium on board, that was a pretty big day for me, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, to kind of to work that hard on something that was just a ridiculous idea. And then the, and then they go out and do it. Um <clears throat> It's pretty cool. It's pretty surreal just kind of sitting there, of course, because I was the one sitting there watching while everyone else was having loads of fun doing it, because apparently that's my role in life. But uh, but uh, it was it was cool. It was cool watching everyone um, just get jazzed up about it. And, well, it, and it uh, actually- Tony, honestly, uh, to you uh, personally, it only came together because you, uh, you know, had the idea and then didn't quit on it. You know, there's plenty of uh, occasions to 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 not press on but you did and this is what we got and now we got a good likelihood that it, it goes down next year as well so uh kudos to you well you know me i mean i'm too dumb to quit right <laughs> my theme song my theme song is if you're gonna be dumb you gotta be tough right I, exactly I right. Hum that i hum that as i walk <laughs> around the house all the time so yeah you know, uh and and you know what are the chances so, so many things that we do in this in this world go south and or you know do not meet our expectations and and we kind of have to figure out ways to deliver the message to the angling public yeah and, and and not like have people just despondent over it and this thing went so good you know i couldn't i couldn't have written a script for it to go any better um but you know looking looking forward into 2023 there's so many things you know beyond the albies that we're engaging in um you know you look at uh my gosh you look at you look at uh what happened earlier this week you know i know you got that email and this is not in our notes to talk about mm-hmm. but you know kudos to massachusetts because they passed those new tog regulations um and they have kind of like a trophy tog limit and you know only one fish over 21 inches and I'll be honest, this isn't based on science. It's not based on a crisis. It was a response to fishermen who were like, wait a minute, we we want these things around. We like catching these big tog and people don't have to keep so many of them. And, and to their credit, Massachusetts listened and they did something about it. So, yeah, Matt, like, what a, what the hell of a way, what a hell of a way to start 23, Peter. Yeah, I agree. And Massachusetts actually followed uh, Rhode Island and Rhode Island saltwater anglers, um, you know, got this, built this thing out last year in Rhode Island. Charter boat captains, everybody else recognizing the value of fish in the water. Think of Greg Vespi and Robbie Taylor and, and, and BJ Sylvia and others you know, worked with DEM, got it done. And, uh, and then uh, went to work on, uh, you know, 
pass the baton to Massachusetts and they carried it too. So, I mean, oh, it is a can't, thoughtful, progressive can't, approach. Yeah. Can't, and can't give enough credit to our friends at RISA, um, you know, with Greg and Rich and, and the whole team over there, the charter captains, you know, Rob Taylor that you mentioned, Silva, you know, they were the, we're, we are not taking credit for this. We're actually given kind of like a virtual. We wrote high, a letter. Yeah, we wrote a letter. We attended the meeting, but this was their deal. And yep. we don't kind of ride anyone's coattails. And and if if people believe in this, you know, kind of trophy tog regulation that's going to keep the big fish around, send a thank you letter to Rissa. Um, take a trip with those guides who stood up for it. Um, you know, that is it's the definition of grassroots. We helped a little bit, and I mean a little bit. Um, and those, that's, those are the folks that kind of deserve the applause, but you know, but when I got that start, email, like you said, Oh, it's yep. fantastic. I got that email from, uh, from Greg Vespi, the executive director at Arissa. And I was like, Holy Toledo, man. I mean, this is, you know, this is couldn't, couldn't start out, uh, couldn't start out better, um, for 2023. So, <clears throat> you know, the other thing, Peter, we just posted a blog. And this was like super encouraging as well. And and it's about Hayden in the Gulf of Mexico. So, you know, we all know that there's these huge purse seines fisheries for Menhaden. We know how valuable they are for their oil, their omega-3s. And um and earlier this year in September, there was a, a Menhaden boat down there to call them pogies. We call, you know, we call them bunker, Menhaden, whatever. And it had too many Menhaden in the net. And the net was gonna, they, they kind of had problems. I, you know, I don't know if it was a combination of they didn't have enough room left in the hold or, and the net started to tear, but the captain ordered, you know, the release of the net. Um, they ended up losing like 1500 feet of the net. They lost 900,000 pounds of menhaden and bycatch. Uh, wow. And you one, know, like one look, if, in one, in one person. Yeah. So, you know, you got to think if you're if you're a Menhaden or a Redfish or a Jack Creval or whatever else gets caught in that net and they're pulling that purse in and tightening the noose, you got like, you know, 25,000 of your buddies laying on top of you. Not really something that you survive. You know, a fish, their skeletal structure, they're not designed to have weight on them. You know, they live in the water. So, you know, 900,000 menhaden and and uh, other fish kind of released to rot in the ocean. And understandably, there was quite an uproar. The same thing happened in the Atlantic. Yeah, here uh, in the Bay, they they released, my gosh, I don't know how many big red drum they killed and all the menhaden, and it was a net tear. So Louisiana has a law in the Constitution of Louisiana about wasting natural resources. So, um we were able to deliver a comment today on a notice of intent. It's the first part of the process, but I really found this interesting. So, you know, it's pretty basic stuff. If, if there's a net tear or they have to release fish, uh, these, these operators have to contact uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fish within two hours. And then they have to make every effort to clean the mess up. Now, here's a caveat. They have to pay restitution for the wasted fish not only do they have to pay restitution for the wasted fish they have to pay for the cleanup and if they can't clean it up and they get a littering fine if they can't recover their net so you know you can get a little cowboy a little willy-nilly 
setting these nets, right? Because you can be like, oh, I want to get that school. Maybe it's a little dangerous here. Maybe there's too, you know, a little too shallow for my 1,500, 5,000 foot purse saying, but I'm going to set this net anyway because I want to go home. You know, my family, I want to fill this boat hole. Well, now when you got this hovering over your head that you're going to get a, a fine for wasting the resource, you have to pay restitution. <clears throat> you get a fine for littering from the, all of a sudden that starts to hurt a little bit. And it's, you know, what we always talk about, Peter, it's accountability, right? You're using the resource and it makes you accountable. So I kind of look the public resource. So, you know, our, our guides in Louisiana were very happy that, you know, we were going to start engaging on this issue. This was kind of our first foray down there. You know, when I hit send on that today, uh, the deadline was today. I was like, wow, you know, another profound moment. We're in a whole other world. Like we've been building this for months, Louisiana, but now we submitted our letter and we're in a whole nother world, right? The Gulf of Mexico. Um, and that's exciting too. I mean, that's all the hard work from the entire team coming to fruition with one little, one little click of your mouse and hit and send, right? Also, now you're, now you're in the game. Yeah, from my perspective, you know, watching you guys, I'm a, you know, I'm around most days, but you know, I'm not in the trenches like you are. And one of the things I've seen with the southeast and Louisiana, in particular Georgia, also, is they uh, came looking for ASGA for our help. You know what I mean? They saw what we did with striped bass, uh, what we're doing with false albacore. None of the work's done on any of those, by the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, you know, uh, as proof of concept. They're like, damn, that's the help we need. And, you know, it's gratifying to me um, that this organization has turned into the voice they've been listening for, but haven't heard anywhere else, you know, um, that uh, we're looking for accountability. We're looking for fish in the water. We're looking for, um, you know, to 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 uh, make the most of the resource, the benefit of the most people. Right. And that would include all these extenuating uh, businesses and, and 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 there's literally no value put on the uh um uh on the recreational anglers effort to catch fish the desire the time they spend outside the time with family the sunrise the sun's all that kind of stuff that's part of fishing right it's all in dollars you know but at least as it relates to guides and 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 shops uh you could start to demonstrate some of that the extenuating circumstance Risa, we already mentioned him does a really good job of demonstrating that to politicians in Rhode Island you know the value of fish in the water the value of recreational fishing you know when i go to i think DC it's a, i think it's and, a conspiracy because uh because the psychiatrists don't get as much money when we're out on the water right i think i go. think the whole <laughs> i think keeping us down is a conspiracy from the medical community because they're not selling as much time on the couch and as many pills to us because this is our this is our therapy right i mean well, i'm being yeah, serious I, when i get to when i'm in dc and talking to representatives you know i don't talk about it as recreational fishing i talk about it as tourism because they'll pay attention to that Right. But that's a lot of people come to my state, Rhode Island, for example, Florida is another great example uh, to fish. Right. And here, here, this, here are the captains we just talk, we talked about earlier in the talk doing taking steps to um, maintain the quality of the fishery. You know, not every last fish, but to keep them in the water for the benefit of the of the fishery and the resource and the, and the dollars it creates. And I think there's a, you know what? there's a the people coming around to this. 
you know, Peter, there's slowly. all these little, in, there's these little, yeah, slowly, but there are these little indicators, you know, that support what you're saying. Um, you know, right before Christmas, Cody gets a hold of us and he's like, Hey man, I found, I found this person. They make, they make these cool ass fishing ornaments and I, I'm going to get them to make an Albie and, and let's just see. And you know, look, Cody's got cards. There's one on my tree. He's, there's one on there's one on mine too buddy <laughs> you know he's got carte blanche with this stuff he's our brand and marketing guy and you I, you know i don't even i don't really have an opinion on it if he if he wants to get it he can get it but let me tell you something when i woke up the morning after those things hit the website and my email was like shipping label shipping label shipping label purchase 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 and i was like what in the hell is going on and it didn't stop until we like ran out and and you know you kind of again you want you can you can look on the website you go to admin portal you see how many people read our emails you know who open them how many people go to the website you know all this kind of junk but you never really know and then you know all of a sudden boom we don't have any Albi ornaments left. And you're like, shoot, man, I guess we got to buy more next year. You know, we couldn't Pretty even clear. guarantee that they would get to people in time. And and that's, you know, it's, it may not see, seem like that much, but when you do this, it's like the little things like that, that add up. Yeah. That yeah. You know, you're, you're getting to people, right. Yeah. You you're, know, on, you're on the right, uh, on the right yeah, case. Yeah. You got, you got the believers out there. So, you know, Peter, the other thing with obviously, you know, we are gonna we are gonna just keep going keep going with Albies until the uh the biscuit wheels fall off that gravy train because it's you know, people love it. Um also wanna kind of give a tip of my cap in twenty twenty two to the South Atlantic Council for kind of listening listening to our pleas and and doing a little something by starting a fisheries uh performance uh kind of report where we can monitor the landings and the trends in the fishery um and you know at least keep our finger on the pulse of this albies and, fish, you know, right? or albies down no, there no this too. was that yeah, that was albies it. in the south atlantic um, got it yep and uh you know even i guess you, you know let the cat out of the bag here we come for redfish too right um i i don't know this is another one of these things that keeps me up at night and you know, you don't fortune favors the bold and you have no idea how it's going to work out, but we're working, we're working with some redfish scientists right now. There's some, there's some data gaps um, in the stock assessment in the Atlantic. And, uh, and we're trying to figure out how our members and, and other people who love to fish for redfish can kind of get involved and, and kind of add to that body of science. Um, and, you know, Peter, it's the same thing. It's kind of like, it's kind of like rinse and repeat with the Albi project. Right. But, you know, Albies, Albies are important. We, we need to make sure they're around. Well, we don't have any data on them. Well, we'll, we'll get you some data. And then you look at redfish and you kind of look at the data gaps and you're like, whoa, whoa, wait, like these are, there are a lot of people in our, our membership that depend on these things. Let us get you more data. And then, you're having the conversations and, and then a scientist goes, well, what, what about bluefish? We got the same problems with bluefish or what about this? Or what about that? And then all of a sudden it's like a tsunami. And, um, 
and you know, I always wanted, I certainly never had this opportunity before the guides association that, uh, but, uh, but I always, uh, I always wanted to, to work in a place where you could kind of be part of the solution instead of, uh, just pointing out the shortcomings of, of other things. And, you know, we, we certainly point out the shortcomings of striped bass management, but there's a lot of other species out there where we can kind of provide the solution uh, and, and kind of help direct management. And that that's really cool. I think that's a big shift. Yeah, it, all, but it all comes from the same recreational place, you know? groups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I think I agree. I, but I think it all kind of comes from the same place. It's a, you know, fish first. Let's understand the situation. And let's take a long-term view, you know? Um, so we have the, the fish in the water for the recreational angler, for the, for the guides, for the, for the shops, for the whole economic engine that recreational fishing drives, you know? Um, it's, uh, it's a big deal, you know? So, you know, I, I am a cup is half empty kind of guy. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit here and say that 2023 is going to be all rosy because, you know, man, uh, oof, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even tempt fate for a second to say that. I would say five days in it is, but after, yeah. So, but this, you know, this is what I would data. say. <laughs> the stuff that we're doing right now, it isn't just like window dressing it's going to make a difference. Um, you know, so for, for everyone who sent us anything from, you know, a dollar to our highest donation for everyone who bought an Albi ornament for everyone who bought one of the sponsorship shirts for the Albi events, you know, attended, attended, events. attended the road shows that you shows put up. on Peter in 2022. Um, you know, you know, people who tied flies for us and sold them on social yeah. media and sent us the, the money, hat people who hat. had them wearing <laughs> the plugs, you know, people built plugs for us and auctioned them off. They did. What is that? You always say, not everyone can give the same. What's that line? Yeah, I love we're it. Not all capable, we're not all capable of equal gift or capable of equal sacrifice. Yeah. And they'd contributed in and, the ways that they could. Yeah. And that, that is that is who we represent and those they they rally to us and they send their letters in and they attend these meetings and um you know the little tribe that we're putting together I, you know i think it means something to all of us and it's mm -hmm. it ain't just about striped bass and i think no. we showed that with the algae project and you know here here we come redfish and here we come bluefish and and yep. if you don't watch out here comes green eggs and ham too um <laughs> You know, I'm not where it's, it's, it's not going to stop. I, there's, there's no shortage of problems. Um, what was, I heard, you know, my gosh, I'm, I'm like the, uh, I feel like I'm the suggestion box some days, you know, you hear all the, I hear all the criticisms and everything. And there was one in particular that made me laugh really, really hard for a multitude of reasons. But, um, but it was, uh, you know, uh, what's the guides association going to do after striped bass when there's, when there's no longer a crisis in striped bass. And at that time we were very quietly and diligently working on the Albi project and the same twit that said that 
said that we were going to get 50% release mortality. And if you're listening to this, I truly think you're a twit. Um, I, you know, uh, said we were going to get 50% release mortality for Albies and the project was stupid. And we had a 90% return rate. Our rock star Albie pinged over 600 times on 17 receivers in 11 days. Our best two weeks, we had over 4,900 pings. Um, you know, so I don't know, you know, I don't know, I guess being wrong all that time, you probably ought to keep your mouth shut to that person, but I keep on talking. Cause it's great. It's great ammo for us. But, uh, yeah, they're saying, what are you going to do after stripers? And we're sitting there busting our hump on Albies. And, you know, I'm sure some people are like, still think Albies are stupid or what are you going to do after Albies? And I'll, I'll give you a peek behind the curtain. It's going to be redfish, uh, and, and it's going to be bluefish. And, and, uh, and then once, once we get our claws in them, it's going to be something else. Um, and there, there's, there's no shortage of, uh, of real problems that need to be addressed for whatever reason, you know? Well, like I I said earlier, I think there's, I think the, uh, the recreational angler in, in many ways is looking for, um, a trusted advisor as it relates to you know, fisheries policy, right? Because um, some of what they hear doesn't resonate with what they see with their eyes, you know, doesn't reconcile with what they see with their eyes or with their fishing experience, right? So they um, um, like- Or like it's not coming like, from people who fish, Peter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I mean, I think, that's, you know? I think that's part of it, right? You know, you, they don't kind of have the credibility as a fisherman. Um, and when, you know- when you have that credibility and you, you there's a lot of water under your bridge um, <laughs> and, and you kind of kind of know one of the highlights of last year was uh connecting with William Tong right the attorney general of the state of Connecticut and that he was a fisherman and he heard a podcast and he reached out you know and uh he then rallied a couple other attorney generals right was it Massachusetts maybe in Rhode Island um and you know, he showed up at our road show in Connecticut. Um, you know, the 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 you know, uh, you, it, we're, this fishing connects a lot of people from a lot of walks of life. You know, uh, but they share that passion and they share a desire to see it keep going. You know, to see it get better. To and what to, is it, Peter? Um, we're it all behind. equal. We're well, all equal fish. in the eyes of the fish, right? Yes, right. That's, that's, the, right. that's the greatest equalizer in the world. Uh, the fish, the fish doesn't give a damn about how much money you got or how important you are or anything like that, right? You all, we all got to trick them the same way. So, you know, folks, this is this was just a quick hit podcast. I wanted to get Peter on here to kind of talk about you know the ups and downs of twenty twenty two and all the awesome stuff that we have for twenty twenty three. Um, thank you all for for everything you did to make us better and more effective and, and to save fish and, and do everything. And, and thank you most for trusting us uh, and believing in, in our little idealistic crusade known as the guides association. You know, one of the things I would say that I'm looking forward to in 2023, Tony is to meet more of the, the, uh, the people that are uh, involved, you know, the funds that write letters, the ones that, that, you know, being, uh, you know, I think we're going to be in a place where we're going to be able to, to, uh, 
host events and be involved in things where we'll be able to meet more of the people that are behind you know, that are writing the letters that are that are going to the meetings that are you know and, and that's a that's an exciting thing because uh, there's strength in numbers for sure and we you know a lot of people we have a lot of people that have uh, that have participated and supported but I haven't been able to shake many of their hands you know and uh, and I think uh, I look forward to to um, uh, the guide association being a place where we might be able to do more things. Uh, in a community outreach, grassroots events, to t- call it what you will kind of way. That's exciting. That's exciting. Well, when you think, uh, when you think about everything, you know, with Cove, we started this association and a year later we were smack dab in the middle of COVID and, you know, whatever, whatever, they sure as hell seems like things are getting back to normal. Um, so I'm I'm excited about that too. Let's you know let's get out and show these people we're real. We're not just voices behind our microphone. And and frankly, let's just talk fishing. Let's go fishing with them, talk fishing with them, and uh, and and we'll continue to represent them at the same uh, high caliber of integrity that we always have. And we're growing, we're stronger, and and we look forward to what 2023 has to bring. And thank you for being on the podcast, Peter. Fetch man. Thank you, Tony. And Cody.